How I save time editing photos, 11 top tips just for you. Hi and welcome to episode 129 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Nope, definitely no Google in this episode. Here is my answer a bit. My 11 top tips to save you time editing your photos are these. 1. Choose one software program and stick with it. 2. Learn how to use the software properly. 3. Customise the software to suit you. 4. Get to know presets. 5. Save time with keyboard shortcuts. 6. Copy and paste. Yep, copy and paste. 7. Get your own workflow. 8. Practice, practice, practice. 9. Know what you want out of a photo. 10. Get it right in camera. 11. Do not edit every photo. Right, I've written the script here saying that this is going to be a short, punchy episode which will give you lots of things to think about. Every time I've tried to do a shorter episode and get under less than 10 minutes, I've failed. Oh, just so you know, I I actually got the title wrong when I was recording this, so that wasn't a great start. But 11 things which I'm going to go through quickly right now. 1. Choose one software program and stick with it. Yep, one photo editing software package. Don't do what I did. Sorry, it's not a very snappy photo editing software package. It's not very snappy, is it? But I couldn't think of a better way of putting it. Don't do what I did. Buy everything out there and be not very good with any of them. In fact, I spread myself so thinly across so many different things, I was rubbish with all of them. Choose one, use it. Number two, learn how to use the software properly. Sorry, going back to one. Yeah, at some point in the future, you will want to get other stuff because it'll give you the ability to do other stuff. But start with one thing, okay? Two, learn how to use the software properly. If you have one thing to edit photos with, you're in a good place. You have one software package, whatever it is, so you can properly learn how to use that one thing. I'm not saying don't get other software, not at all, but learn how to use what you have before getting anything else. And if you think about it, if you learn it and it's all you need... You don't need anything else and that has to be a good thing, doesn't it? Number three, customise the software to suit you. So you're spending time learning how to use the software and when you're using it, think about the things that you use all the time and the things that you don't use. You'll find there's endless amounts of customization in photo editing software. I'm saying photo editing software, so I'm not using a specific product. This applies whatever you're using, okay? Now, with my um <laughs> software of choice... If you listen to any episodes, you know what it is, but I'll keep the suspense going a bit longer. Uh, (laughs) I've managed to hide things that I don't use, so what I see is what I use. You try saying what I see is what I use when you're used to seeing, saying what what you see is what you get. That was a really confusing one for me. I don't want things cluttering up my workspace that, that I never use, and neither should you. Four, get to know presets. Well, presets are brilliant, and I'm not talking here about the ones that you buy. I don't have any of them. I'm talking about the ones that allow you to apply things on import, apply things on export, and do other things in between. All the presets that I use are my own, and they're created by me to help me do things quicker. They include automations to do things that I do to every photo, giving me less things to do. And I also have presets which get me started editing photos, which is it's, it's brilliant. 5. Save time with keyboard shortcuts. I use these all the time. I use keyboard shortcuts all the time and they're brilliant. 
But don't try to remember them all, not unless you're super clever, I'm not. Just the ones that will save you time and help you to do things more quickly and more easily. Now these are so important to me, they're so so useful and they're completely ingrained in my workflow. So much so that in the next episode I'm going to tell you what mine are. 25 of them. Yeah, I've written that one so I know it's 25. Six, copy and paste. Well, control C, control V. Universal shortcuts you can use when editing photos. When I say universal shortcuts, I don't know a piece of software that you can't use these with. I use them all the time in Word and Excel and stuff like that. But find out what you can copy and paste using your photo editing software of choice. You might be surprised. And copying an edit from one photo to another is a wonderful thing. If you've got similar photos, you can synchronise them or you can just simply do copy and paste and it's magical. Seven, get your own workflow. Well, what's a workflow? A workflow is quite simply a series of steps to get something done. And that includes editing a photo. Think about your workflow. Get this sorted and not only will you work more efficiently, but more importantly, if you pre- if you process your photos, easy for me to say, in a consistent way, you'll get your own look too. I have a very well-defined workflow and I edit all my photos in the same sequence with very similar settings. So much so that I apply some processing when I import images. So the photos I'm looking at when I start editing have already had some adjustment done, which saves me time because I used to do the same things to every photo. And it also helps because raw photos look rubbish until processed. JPEG look great because they've had some processing done. Eight, practice, practice, practice. Yep, practice, practice makes perfect. Now, I'm not aiming for perfection. I'm not going to lie to you. Why do I say I'm not going to lie to you? As though if I don't provide that qualification and everything, I'm lying to you. I don't know. I need to stop doing that, don't I? I'm not aiming for perfection. Sorry about that. But I am aiming to be the best that I can to create the best photos that I can. And practicing with my software of choice, that's got me to where I am now, as in a professionally quite <laughs> professionally qualified photographer, producing, I'd like to think, decent photos. This is why it is so important that you learn properly how to use your software of choice and then keep on practicing with it. Number nine. Know what you want out of a photo. This might sound a bit odd, a bit, I don't know, ethereal, if you like. Good use of the word ethereal, Rick. But what is the end point of your processing of an image? Now, for me, for a commercial real estate photo, each photo has to be technically correct and show a space or a building in a positive way, you know, at its best. But it has to be accurate, realistic and correct. Now, I know what my endpoint is before I start editing photos of buildings for clients, and it's great, and it, it saves me time and means I know what I need to do. What you're doing with your photos, who knows, but have the end in mind if you can. For an architectural shoot, I want a bit more creativity and a bit more refinement, but I've still got to be faithful to the subject. Think about this when you take a photo and start with the end in mind. 10. Get it right in camera. Now you hear photographers saying, oh, you need to get it right in camera, blah, blah, blah. They're right. If I can get a photo of a building perfectly level in camera and also get the verticals bang on, guess what? I don't have to do it when I'm editing. So why would you not do that? Why would you not get everything right in camera? Same goes for exposure. Get the exposure bang on and you've less editing work to do and you've got a better quality photo. Getting everything right in camera is such an important thing to do. It should be our aim on every photo that we take. 11. Do not edit every photo. Excuse me for raising my voice. Now, I touched on this in the last episode. Well, a bit more than touched on it. This is what I actually said. 
You do not have to edit every photo. You never have to edit every photo, dare I say. And I mean it. Go back to that episode titled, rather strangely, How Do You Actually Get Started With This Photo Editing Malarkey Thing? I know, it seemed like a good idea at the time. But don't edit every photo. Choose a photo and edit it. You might be done. For a sunrise shoot, I'm only after one photo. And if I've edited one photo and I like it, I am done. Now, think how much time that could save you. Right, the talky bit. Well, I've not mentioned any photo software editing package here for a reason. These things apply whatever you use and however you work. And I wish someone had told me this lot when I started out. Digital photography back in 2005. Yep, 2005. And having said that, I wish someone had told me this lot. I'm going to do another episode of things I wish people had told me back in 2005, which would have saved me lots of time um, and money and, well, everything really. Back to the subject, sorry. Photo editing is important, but it is a part of the process of photography. And let's not forget, photography is drawing with light. I edit photos to enhance what's there and remove things that I don't want in a photo. That's it. I don't want to spend a long time editing photos. I don't want to spend all my time in front of my computer. Oh no, I want to be out exploring, finding things, creating new photos, creating memories. That's what photography is to me, creating new photos. What I do want to spend my time on is concentrating on what I'm taking a photo of. That's the important bit. And of course, for me, talking and writing about it at length, of course. What do I do? Well, I'm in the fortunate position where I've gone through the process of making loads of mistakes, doing too much, trying every bit of software, over-editing photos, all of that bad stuff. Yep, that's what I've gone through to get to where I am now. So now I spend the time I need to edit photos and move on. That's it. And more importantly, I don't stress about it. I don't worry about it. I know how long it's going to take me to edit some photos and I'm happy. Next episode. Yep, I've dropped a bit of the script. Photography Explained podcast episode 130, 25 Lightroom keyboard shortcuts that I use all the time to save me time. That could be snappier, couldn't it? Anyway, there you go. Lightroom, what I use. If you have a photography question you would like me to answer in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the relevant details, easy for me to say, just head over to photographyexplainedpodcast.com. Yeah, there's some new bits in the script which I need to tweak a little bit, like uh, (laughs) basic spellings, which I thought I'd got over. This is a great place to go and find out more about me and my podcast and also how you can help me. I'd love to hear from you, even if you just want to say hi. That's fine, and I'll say hi back. This episode was powered by, wait for it, Alterica Coffee and a Biscoff Biscuit. The cheese sandwich and crisp was some time ago. Nope, a nice afternoon drink and snack whilst I'm sat here in my homemade, acoustically cushioned recording emporium. Less cushions than before as well. Okay, I'm done. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. It still says here. And for giving me 10-ish minutes of your valuable time. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, I've changed the script to make it snappier, which I hope has worked for you, once I got rid of the errors, that is. Take care, stay safe, cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.